going on, guys? Welcome into today's episode. As always, your host, Matty A, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Most of you are probably tuning in over the course of the last few weeks. We have been dropping our pilots for the King's Table podcast. Today, we are not doing the King's Table podcast here. This is going to be a podcast, a solo episode with just myself, and it's going to be a great one, by the way, so stay tuned for that. This is going to be all around my energy guide on how I keep my energy high, how I win the day, ultimately by setting up the night before, and this idea of how a life by design is only attainable through an effective day by design. So I'm going to share with you how I do that, how I protect my energy, how I supercharge my energy, my health, my nutrition, my wellness, my productivity. And this is a guide that me and my brothers in my accountability group have kind of formulated over the years, being that so many people seem to be very busy but unproductive and ultimately very drained and low energy and how energy has become one of our superpowers. And so we kind of have collectively built this guide in this document full of resources and things that have worked for us in various settings, various capacities that I think will really help you if you're somebody that's looking to show up and dominate every single day. So we're going to dive into that in a second. But if you're tuning in for the King's Table episode, we're going to be rotating over the next couple weeks each episode on the different podcasts of our King's Table. So this week, it is going to be on the Rich Life Equation on Ashish Nathu's podcast. You can um, search that in any of the podcasting platforms, and you're going to find a very compelling episode. This might have been one of my favorite episodes that we've ever recorded of the King's Table. We dug in deep and shared many different perspectives and thoughts on Israel and Hamas and the Palestinian conflict and war that is going on, and ultimately this idea of good versus evil and this global aspect of light versus dark and what's really going on here. And it was a very, very dynamic and interesting conversation that I know I gained a ton of value from, and I think you will as well. And we pivoted to um, this season of seller finance and the opportunities that are really going to be coming out over the course of the next 12, 24, 36 months. And, you know, some of those opportunities all it takes is one to completely transform your life from a wealth building perspective. And so some great tactics, some great strategies, some great conversation, and ultimately a little bit of um, some hope and a positive light left at the end of the episode uh, with this particular message that we shared on the King's Table. So be sure to head over to Ashish's podcast, The Rich Life Equation. He puts out some great content and you can find that there. And then it's going to rotate whether it's to mine or to Aaron's or to Mike's over the course of the next few weeks until we spin off The King's Table as its own solo podcast. With that being said, if you are here for the Millionaire Mindcast, then don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And be sure to check out millionairemindcast.com for all the great stuff that I've got available for you guys in that store. These are tools and resources that I've used over the years and built and shared with my coaching clients, with customers, and ultimately to help you unlock whatever that next level of productivity, of wealth, of financial freedom is for you. And those are all in the Millionaire Mindcast store. Now, today's episode is going to be around this idea of a day by design. And as I've coached and consulted and worked with many badass business owners and entrepreneurs, 
One of the things that I notice is many people struggle to really find and capitalize on pockets of momentum and productivity. And it really, when we peel back the layers of the onion, it's around the routines, it's around their habits, whether that's with their sleep routines, how they set up their day, what they're planning, how they're being proactive with setting up their calendar and their schedule for the next day or the week, what their exercise and their fitness, their health, their nutrition looks like. And ultimately, right, I think the root of all of this is mindset. So I wanted to share with you guys some of these different uh, topics and some of these different um, conversations that my accountability group and I have had and this document that we've compiled over the years and how it really has helped me um, optimize my own efficiency, my own productivity. And if you've been following the podcast for some time, you've heard me talk about how energy is a superpower. And when I say energy, right? Energy is how you show up on a daily basis. And if we all have the ability to control our energy and how we show up, we all have the ability to make ourselves more productive, more impactful, right? More successful. And so we were thinking about over the course of the years of compiling all this data and all these thoughts, you know, and again, this is take everything from a macro perspective and boil it down to a micro perspective on what really will serve you and work for you. You know, the, a lot of the things that I'm going to share, I have tried and tested and I don't use anymore. And many of them I have kept and implemented and they become staples of my day, my routines, my habits. And I've really found what works best for me. So what might work best for me may not work best for you, but I do believe that what I'm going to share with you, there is some great value to test and to tweak and to optimize for yourself and see what sticks, what fits, and what really works for you based on the results that you're getting, how you're feeling. And ultimately, just know that these are going to be things that hopefully will stretch you a little bit. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions and of course larger deals and paydays all around we call this deep sales and linkedin has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of linkedin sales navigator right now our millionaire mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try linkedin sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast that's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial let linkedin sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started my thought around this is i don't want to be like everybody else I'm not saying you need to be some robot, 
you need to be some insanely disciplined, you know, extreme individual in how you live and lead your life. And yet I will say that people who are the most successful, most impactful, they are not the norm. They are outliers. These are individuals that challenge themselves in ways that are very uncomfortable, are not normal, and ultimately, right, are willing to do things that average, ordinary, and mediocre people who get those types of results are not willing to do. So I figured I'd start with at least a little bit around sleep, because this is a big one. And the number one hacks that we've really uncovered over the course of the years is this idea of wearable technology, whether it's a Whoop, it's an Aura Ring, it's a Fitbit, it's an Apple Watch. Giving yourself a dashboard of stats around your health and what's working for you, what's not working for you is a great way to keep the things that are really, really important front and center. So that way, again, our body is the vessel that allows us to go out and crush it in life, right? To get the most out of life, to get the best results. So you got to at least do the things and track the things that are going to allow you to physically, emotionally show up the right way, the best way every single day. Now, I like the Whoop. Um, That's what I use. I've been wearing this for about four years now. And it has allowed me to get really intimate with my body and how I feel, my sleep, my strain, my resting heart rate, my, you know, HRV, my recoveries. And by knowing that, hey, when I drink, right, my recoveries and my sleep are very poor. Hey, when I do very high level strains and I do this and this that day, I actually recover and perform really, really well. So it's just allowed me, knowing that everybody is different, right, and every person is different, what actually works for me and how I've been able to kind of play this game of hacking to get the best out of myself every single day. So I'll start with sleep. I'm just going to go down these different categories. This is a bulletproof, um, uh, a bullet point, you know, list that we've made. And again, some of these things I do, some of these things I don't do. So think about how you may want to implement or, you know, work on some of these things in your own routine and habits. Now, sleep What I've found is no food or screens, no TV, no phone, at least we say one hour, but I would say 30 minutes prior to sleep is really, really important. Now, if you want dessert, eat it early, not late. Sleep consistently, you know, same time sleep and wake up is really important. Don't break up your sleep. For example, stop drinking, you know, maybe liquid a little bit earlier in the day so that way you don't have to wake up and pee at night and you can have that continuity of a nice, solid, sound sleep. Go to bed early, wake up early. Nothing good happens past 8.30 usually, right? It's usually bad eating, bad snacking, bad drinking, TV. When I skip those things, My morning and how I wake up and feel is so much more productive and so much more energized versus when oftentimes when I do do those things, my sleep is much worse and it takes me a long time to go to bed. So ideally, if I can get to bed before 10 p.m. and wake up between 4.30 and 5, that is ideal for me. And I get done more 
in that 5 to 8 a.m. window than most people do in the entire day. It's amazing what you can get done when you wake up feeling energized and you have no distractions that are really pulling you or deterring you from getting in a state of flow. You can have two hours in the morning to wake up and really use that to get energized, to get your routine dialed in, and the rest of the world is still asleep. And those are ultimately the best hours of my day. Now, I do like to read a little bit in the morning. I also like to read a little bit at night, even if it's just a few pages. It fills that time with what would otherwise be you know, filled with TV or screen time or wasteful scrolling time and really wasted time. It allows me to have a great, I guess more aligned transition, a calmer transition into bed And I really noticed that I fall asleep so much faster when I don't do those things. And when I go to bed at 10 or before 10, which again, for me, used to be really, really hard. I like to stay up at 11 or 12. Those are my work hour, you know, late night working sessions. Um, I really felt that I was unoptimized and I lacked energy the next morning. And my data tracking on my Whoop would tell me that. So that's something that works really well for me. I think rest by design is very important. So if you can carve out time that you can do nothing and just have peace of mind, have think time. Um, Benjamin Hardy talks about it in his book, 10X is Easier Than 2X. Uh, One of the days and also one of the time blocks in his day and one of the days in his week are recharge nothing time just to have that peace of mind. And I think that high performers, we need that time where we're not busy, we're not constantly going. And as hard as that has been for me to carve out, I've learned and realized how impactful that is for me and now it's become a non-negotiable. Now talking a little bit more about planning and being proactive, plan your week on Sunday. So that way you're hitting the ground running on Monday. I can't tell you how many people struggle with this planning piece and are always behind the eight ball. I can't tell you how many business owners I coach and work with that are setting their quarterly goals the first week of the quarter versus two weeks going into the quarter. I can't tell you how many people are trying to figure out what they need to do the day of when they could be setting that up and being clear on exactly what that is the evening prior so there's no time wasted when you get into that productivity zone the next day, right? So thinking about how you can be proactive and making a part of your routine, planning the night before, planning the week before, planning the quarter before, right? It actually comes to fruition. So I think that's something very important Write down exactly what targets you need to hit, right? Line up your weekly targets, line up your monthly or your quarterly targets, break those down into milestones and really the as much as annoying as it can be, right? It's like, God, this is so much work. It's annoying by taking the time to plan and slowing down a little bit. It's going to allow you to go that much faster and get through it five, 10 times as fast than if you're just doing it on the fly. So planning, I think, is a really big part of productive and proactive people's success. Now, plan and time block tomorrow, today, right? This removes decision fatigue and those variability 
distractions that really pull people out of that that zone, that flow, and it allows you to simply focus on the things that are really impactful and really important, that top 20% that gets you, right, 80% of your results. Now, for me, exercise has just been a part of my identity. Honestly, I've been playing sports and been working out and being physical since, I don't know, I could walk. And it has become uh, probably the biggest domino for me, the biggest non-negotiable for me, And when I'm on and I'm crushing it and feeling good, it leads into my physical confidence and how I look, it leads into my mental confidence of how I'm showing up every day and doing the things that I said I was gonna do, especially doing hard things like physical exercise, it can be hard. But when you do those things every day, right, and you keep that word to yourself, you really find great ways of building momentum in so many different categories of life, not just in your body. And so exercise, Working out in the morning, I know is something that when I do it, I feel amazing, I get it out of the way, and it's something that has really become impactful for me. Now, because of my schedule and with the girls, I actually work out in the afternoons. But for some people, they really love working out in the mornings, even if it's only for five minutes, I try and get you know some push-ups, some sit-ups, just to get that blood flowing, get that heart rate up, right, the blood oxygenated, and that is something that I think has been um, very impactful for just getting the body moving. Our bodies are designed to move, right? So even if it's at a minimum, you can do you know 30 minutes a day just walking outside. You can do that anywhere in the world or if it's running, right? You can do that anywhere in the world. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need to pay a bunch of money. So thinking about how you can get that physical exercise, that movement is key. Seven days a week, I think it's something that should be a goal and should be implemented and it's something that I've noticed pretty much every successful person prioritizes in their life. The other thing is I really like to um, do my cold plunges in the morning now. Doing something hard in the morning and exercise obviously can check that box for you. But plunging and saunas have been a game changer for me. And obviously, there's so many different studies out there. Probably my favorite person, um, Ben Greenfield of Fitness, he's great. Um, But Huberman Labs has got probably the best science and data and studies out there around it and has some great content on it. And there's just so many benefits around it and out there now that I think are great ways for, especially for men, boosting testosterone, optimizing you know, your hormones. Um, and so many people, their hormones are off now with what they put in their body from food, nutrition, as well as obviously lots of chemicals and things that are out there. So the plunging, the sauna, the, the working out, whether you decide to work it in where it's most convenient in your day and what works best for you, at least making those non-negotiables are great exercise, of course, number one. And if you have access to a plunge or you know to a sauna, those are added benefits and bonuses. Now, the one thing that we've definitely focused on and spotlighted over the course of the last few years, and I don't know about you, but you know, the Food and Drug Administration, I think, is a joke. And you know, obviously, you look at the money that um, pushes you know, a lot of the FDA agenda and what's good and what's healthy and what is a balanced diet um, is tied to a lot of very specific interests. Now, one of the things we've talked about in our group is we crave what we eat. So if you can find a way to skip eating the bad things and focus on eating whole foods and good things 
over the course of a couple weeks, you really start to crave different things. So I really like to either make eggs in the morning with some avocado um, or I'll just fast and, and, and intermittent fasting has been a great way to help um, kind of boost my metabolism, right? And digestion, it just takes a lot of energy. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat a big good meal, I want to take a nap. You know, I want to I want to relax for a little bit. And you all know Fatty Maddie can get down and grub on some food. So I try and build windows of time when I'm eating. And I think if you are an intermittent faster and you want to work that in in the mornings, obviously one of the best ways of doing that. Um, but there's a lot of great studies out there. If you're not going to do intermittent fasting, at least doing low carbs, low sugar, you know, those are important things that can really help you feel energized and feel healthy. Gut health, right? A lot of benefits around that. Limit snacking. And if you're going to do snacking, just pre-plan some of these things. These are things that I've already got pre kind of packaged for the week. I bring them into the office and I try and eliminate the bad snacking because if food is around me, I'm just going to eat it. I know that about myself. If the girls have cinnamon rolls, if they got cookies in the house, I always tell Marie, don't bring that shit in here if you don't want me to eat it all because I don't have that type of discipline when it comes to food. That's one of my weaknesses. Knowing that about myself is definitely something that has allowed me to build bumpers around those areas of my life so I'm not bowling gutter balls and I'm still going down the lane knocking down pins. And nutrition is a big part of me feeling good, healthy, energized. It ties into when I have nutritional discipline, it ties into my physical discipline and discipline in so many other areas as well. Now, the afternoon drag is I know something that a lot of people deal with. I don't, but I'm just going to read you some of the bullet points that we got written down here. Uh, blood dump and breath recharge, small workout movement midday, even just a walk or some push-ups. Do not eat a big lunch or do not eat many carbs or at all or until dinner. Um, as needed, quick power naps for 15 to 20 minutes. Don't sleep for too long. Nice to do a little workout after this to help wake up. Do not overdo the caffeine in the morning because it will cause a crash. Never caffeine after 10 a.m. If you do more than 16 ounces of coffee, you are caffeine adapted and it is no longer having its intended effects. Take a 30-day caffeine detox and start back on with 8 to 12 ounces of coffee per day. Drink water. Keep mineral intake up. I love LMNT, the mineral packets. Um, those are great. Sodium, potassium, magnesium. Um, no sugar in those. Those have really helped me feel like I'm staying hydrated. And a lot of people that struggle with headaches, it's because they lack sodium. Uh, take small breaks at work, rest the eyes, wake up your body. And then the last one is just mindset. Make no little plans. They have no magic to stir men's blood. The game of life on my game, uh, committed to voluntary challenges and a big 10x vision, vision for your life and future that is much bigger than yourself and brings energy uh, out of you through calling you to always become way more and show up daily, do things that make you excited in work and personally. Excitement is a source of energy. Get inspired daily, whether it's a book, it's an audio, it's a YouTube video, it's a podcast. Ideally, first thing in the morning, that's something that really helps clear the brain fog, right? Kickstart the mind. Always have one stretch goal and stretch habit that is pulling you into your future self. No quarters off. You got to set goals. You got to continue to push and expand the mind 
right? Do things that you enjoy daily, weekly. We talk about our joy list. Do something that makes you happy. And yes, do things that are hard, do things that are gritty, right? Do things that are challenging, but also do things that reward you and that bring you joy. And then give yourself micro rewards for wins and effort often and have a person or group you celebrate and check in with at least weekly. Last one, alcohol is horrible for your energy and sleep. I love enjoying a good glass of wine, a good beer. So I do like to take kind of uh, hiatuses from that to one, make sure it's not becoming a crutch in my life, that I'm not justifying doing those things. Because even one drink can have a negative effect on the rest of your next day. And it oftentimes, it's just not worth it. So whether it's alcohol, it's cannabis, whatever your thing is, I know for a lot of people it's fun, it's a social amplifier. I love to make those same justifications. For me, I like to take hiatuses from those things just to make sure that it's not becoming something that is distracting me from getting the best out of myself. So these are just some of the things that we put down. I figured I'd share those with you guys. There's a lot that we could probably add to it. So if there's things that I didn't talk about that I would or should add to this list, shoot me a text at 844-447-1555. I would love to bring it to my group. I would love to test some of these things. And ultimately, I wanted to share a little bit with you guys on just how I keep my energy high and how I'm staying productive at least 80% of the time. Of course, I fall off track just like everybody else is. But again, this allows me to stay consistent and knocking down big dominoes. One little thing done every day correctly can, over an extended period of time, can lead to some really great and massive results, right? And these are some of the things that at least allow me to make sure that I'm taking the right steps and the right direction every day and getting big results over that extended period of time. So if uh, any of that resonated with you, give it a try. And again, if there's something I missed that is really working for you, I want to know about it. So shoot me a text. Be sure to check out Millionaire Mindcast. If you enjoyed the show, all I ask, leave a review, share this with somebody. If you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. And until next week's episode, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your march to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends.